Hey everybody, it's Dave. I recorded an interview with Chris Cavanaugh of Decoding the Gurus in July of this year. Uh, I put out the first part of it as a podcast, and this part is what we talked about after, like I guess the post game or the after podcast discussion. I thought it was interesting. Uh, a couple interesting things came up, and so I'm putting it out as a bonus on our podcast feed. Thanks for checking out the show. Cool. That was fun. Thanks, man. Mm. Uh, yeah. So, like, do I need to do anything on this, or like when I leave, it just you just you, know. you just you just disappear when you leave? And uh, if you, I tell this to everybody I have on. Uh, just hit me up if you, for whatever reason, want like the raw recording of this. Like, if you think something, like we're not, I'm not going to edit it because I'm fucking lazy. I know. I, I mean, I'm not that I know you're lazy. I mean, I I know the horrors of editing. So no, I, I don't I don't edit. But if, if you or if you and Matt like want this for any reason, you're welcome to the, the raw recording. I'll probably it. just like link to wherever you put it up on the like our Patreon. And uh, that's what I did with like Ina's stuff. But and um, I did. I, I'm probably it's the wrong point to, to mention this. If uh, I because I. I, I but I think we covered it anyway whenever we were talking. But I did want to say um, the I was listening to an episode a while back. Uh, where, like I listen, I you know I've got the pot, the feed, so I guess it's just the Dollar Tree, but not the other parts, right? Because right. you have other shows. So um, and you were <laughs> I think you were covering David Fuller and I can't remember who the other guy was, but it was like. But you were complaining about that thing. Oh, no, actually, it was me. It was me. Yeah, I should remember the other guy. It was me. Um, and uh, you were... Did I, put that out, did I put that out like as bonus content? I must have put it out as like bonus content or something. But anyway, no, it doesn't I, matter. I, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And yeah. I, I'm not taking that as a... like. I, I, I'm not now saying... And, and this thing you said, I thought... I just wanted to mention that the like you were talking about, you know, that, that like... <laughs> David Fuller's like kind of the the tendency for people to trade paragraphs, right? Like right. they they say a chunk and then they have like a counter response and so on. And I will say that like I definitely am guilty of that. I'm guilty <laughs> guilty of that in this very conversation we just had. But the other thing is, uh, in my on my side, I don't know if because I was thinking like, don't you have this? Because when we are editing the like the podcast right the worst thing to deal with is like over talk right because it oh, you gets... know what's going on is i think that i think that that's a, a function of latency when you get over talk right that's the reason yeah. we use this service there's no server like we're peer-to-peer -peer, so like there's no i can take i can take like you end up with over talk but like that's because you're you know like right now what do we have we've got delay uh, I mean, our, but our round trip is a tenth of a second right now. So that's... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so that's like, it's... And so you end up with more overtalk on other services because there's like, just, it's going to be like a half a second. Right. So like, I thought, I think, this is my theory. So I just wanted to tell you <laughs> this like one part of my theory for that is I know the sense makers are like, they, they, they communicate in paragraphs anyway. That's just their like natural cadence. But... I think a little part of it, at least with Matt and I, is that we've become more accustomed to like speaking a block and then stop, right? And then let the other person 
respond like because of podcasting it's like a weird podcasting thing that you know you you maybe because of that latency thing that you like you speak for a while and then you shut up and let the right. other person take over um i you know i hope i wasn't like i hope i i don't know i i don't even really remember um that it's, very well but no i i mean my and i didn't bring up david fuller specifically because um because i don't know i've been doing a lot on david fuller lately and yeah, i listen but I, I my, my thing about sense making is that I think it's like the rejection of empiricism. It's like the do your own research. Of oh the yeah, mom, we should talk about so, that. Like, they... But I didn't want to. I I didn't. I I wanted to at the beginning. I wanted to make sure that we got out a little bit about like you being a Northern Irish person in Japan because I'd really never heard you even talk about that. Like, uh, and I yeah. thought that that would be a kind of a better way to open it. And even though that burns some time that we could have used talking about I'm David sorry. Fuller. It's it's a, like it probably in part because I don't talk about it that much. It's just like, oh, well, why no, am that's I why here? I that's why I asked. <laughs> I thought it was interesting and I thought maybe people who have kind of gotten to know you online who haven't heard that might be interested in it. That's why I asked. But yeah, yeah. And I also just didn't want to get into David Fuller too much because my opinion on him is well known <laughs> and I think that he has like him having you on knowing that you were going to be critical was actually fairly surprising. You you know the thing that I've thought was interesting, and I by the way, Dave, if you need to go, just like, oh no, I'm just didn't want to keep I didn't want to keep you too long. Oh, and I hope you it, for my patrons, is it okay with you if I put out this kind of after conversation? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. no bothers. I just I meant like you know I'm being self indulgent a little bit, no, um, and I I didn't want to keep you from no, anything. I'm, but I'm, the I mean, what what I have to do if, after this is is my day job and i don't really like my day job so if you want to burn a little more time here it's fine i just didn't want to keep you up late because i know you have like a a kid in a normal life so something like that but i um the the one thing i did want to say like uh was so when you were talking about like david fuller and you know his announcement of wrapping up rebel wisdom and and that and i know that like you're very skeptical of him in general, but, and the whole, you know, breath work. Well, what ego. we noticed and what my chat noticed is that in his, that audience, those were his paying people on the Older. screen and it was a lot of old people. And I like, I, 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 I like that. It, it squicks me out. I'm just, as my parents get older and I'm aware that their faculties are going to go, like they're not there yet, but as my parents get older and I become aware of the fact that their faculties are going to go, that stuff just starts to like, when I see people like taking money from old people, it just starts to like really like hit me like on a personal level because of my own kind of knowledge of my own parents' mortality and how, how supportive, like how important a part of my life my parents are. And so that just hits me on like a personal way that I, I get that, that I think is that I think maybe might even cause me to be unfair to some people, but it's no, cause the, the interesting thing is like, I don't get that vibe so much from like the david and the the rep the i don't know actually the wider ecosystem we call the other guy man guys, bun. yeah i haven't seen even seen him so you know i don't i'm not so sure about that but like with david i think you know i am more positively disposed towards him than you are but the the thing that i wanted to say was like um you know setting aside the the breathwork because like i i probably share all of the views that you have about like you know 
Like I, I, I would be extremely skeptical it's about the, chiropractic. For me, it's, it's the you know what do they say? It's the money Lebowski. That's the thing that that bothers me is that it's yeah that it's older people that he's taking money from, and I just so the, the like I'm I'm probably skeptical of that whole area in the same way I am like you know of Gwyneth Paltrow or 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 that kind of thing in the same way. But like I get the point about. Especially if it's it's directed at an older crowd that might be like more. Well, I don't know if it's directed vulnerable. there. It's like it's that it's that like that's kind of who found it. The honey trap, right? And, and that's that's who found it. And if I was like charging people for some kind of seminar, and I looked out in the audience, and it was like a lot of older people that were there to see me because I'm smart or that I made them feel smart, I would probably like start to question like my own behavior. I would hope that I would. Maybe I wouldn't. Yeah, maybe I, I would. Maybe I'd drink my own Kool Aid if there was a fucking money flowing in. Who knows? I mean, we're all fallible, you know. I know. I had this. Uh, yeah, I the store, the solar channel I went on had a, a large amount of bearded older men, but the, they they all seemed like you know kind of crazy professors. That's the vibe. Oh, I those people are them, okay to grift. They, so <laughs> the the one thing that I I will say just like that struck me is I heard on your episode like um, David talking about you know the plans for the future right and the people he was talking about were John Vervaki Jonathan Paggio um, and a, a couple of other people who I can't remember now but from my point of view most of those figures are you know you, you kind of condemn David for like you know falling for Jordan Peterson and and he's become more critical of Peterson and Weinstein but you you know you are I think legitimately saying you know well but don't you think about like why you didn't see that the problem before but I I actually agree when I was listening to that I was like those people that you're saying are you know the better people to focus on to me you know, I had my own run-in with Peugeot recently. Yeah, I, did, like, I was unaware of any of these people, and I, I because I didn't, because like I never preview something before I run it. I didn't, I had no background. You don't know on those guys. People. Yeah. So I don't know them all, but the ones that I do know, like Daniel Schmachtenberger and stuff. That's me, a rad name, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Daniel Schmachtenberger was on Rogan um, with Tristan Harris, the like anti-Facebook guy, and uh yeah. There, did you listen to our episode about Jordan Hall? I mean, I th I think I listened to every one of your episodes, but you're deep enough into it that I'm, you know, I'm not gonna that, I, that I'm not Jordan gonna be able Hall's to recall a, it. He's like a tech guy who, like, you know, he's a sense maker. He 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 makes big, long winded analogies that don't really go anywhere and stuff. But those those guys are selling like brain pills, you know, yeah, yeah. like a uh, kind of oh, nootropics. Yeah, I call yeah. it goop for tech bros. Because it's yeah, probably literally the same products on Gwyneth Paltrow's website, just marketed basically to me. Yeah, and I, I was like, kind of, I was kind of surprised because I thought like, but those guys, I'm not sure. You know, in five years' time, you're not going to be regretting, um, like the same way with Jordan Peterson and Brett and stuff because I see a lot of the same warning signs. So just not as big yet. Like, so, yeah, that was just, I, I was kind of like, I was, when David said he was like closing it down and I'm focusing on other stuff, I'm, I am curious to see what he does, but I, I was just like, oh, well, I don't know that you're going to take a better route if you focus your content on like 
those elements of the sense making so ecosystem. When you when you hit me up and you were like, "Oh, this is just some hippie shit," I like probably I, I understand that it's probably like Northern Irish, like sort of sarcasm, like yeah, you, you, like I like I I I like I you know, and breathwork is some weird hippie shit, but like I just. Yeah, maybe at the time too, because I was like, kind of, I bet that that was the the moment I realized that he was like grifting older people. Maybe at the moment I didn't understand that you were coming at me with Northern Irish uh, sarcasm, and if if I yeah, responded I in kind of a catty or shitty or bitchy way, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. Uh, yeah, I I like I, you know I don't mind everybody. I kind of um, you know people can criticize who they want online, and like it's fine if they don't share the same assessment. Like you know I had the conversation with Ina, and we don't agree on everything such a good such a good conversation though i enjoy it very much i I have her i have her on at the end of a end of july it'll just be me and her glad handing though it'll be just like high fives and shit the whole time (laughs) right yeah so like i i don't mind you know people disagreeing or saying like why they've you know having the different assessment than i i do but like the yeah i i i've i've i I feel like my my kind of warning antenna is like quite finely attuned and I'm not saying that I'm going to pick up on everyone but I do feel like I don't get a warning like going off with David Fuller like just I I feel and I've said to him you know he thinks I'm too cynical and cruel to people and I think he's too credulous and like hippy dippy and you I think you guys were right when you said they're heading off into like spiritual yeah world oh. Yeah, well, there wasn't a you guys actually. Uh, unfortunately, HK uh, Hunter is has jury duty, which sucks. And so he's like, you know, he there's there's he's trying to like while he's on the jury not be like running his mouth online, you know. Yeah, that's a reasonable thing. Yeah, but like, the, but like I, they talked about that pivot, right? And I was like, oh, not that because I, I I've that's part of the thing I think that like when I've talked to David and the other ones, I'm a I'm an atheist. I study religion. That, that used to I'm not interested. be a dirty word. Now, now they, now some of them done shit the bed and just become a bunch of like skull measurers. <laughs> it, it, I know, I know, but it, like, but the, the opposite side of like this kind of, you know, the Jordan Peterson metaphorical religion thing. Like people act like this is this really new thing, and like if you're, it's it's so. Not, Did you see Matt so, Dillahunty when he talked to Jordan Peterson and just like completely fucking dismantled Jordan Peterson? No, although I've, I've, I think I've heard that he did so. So he did so, yeah. and then bragged about it afterwards, and then went on other podcasts to make fun of Jordan Peterson. So, well, I mean, that's, even that's, Dawkins, that's not dispositionally how he usually is. So that was pretty surprising, actually. It, I, I think if you listen to the interview with Dawkins and Peterson on your show, you would enjoy oh, it. As oh no, well. we did. Well, we, what we did was we watched Travis Pangburn watching it. I don't know if you know who Travis Pangburn is. Oh, I know Travis Pangburn. Travis yeah. Pangburn called me the. Uh, the R slur when I tried to talk to him, like he was like, anybody can join my discord and talk to me at night. And so like, I was like on the show and he, you know, he had like put that out there and I was like, cause he, I was talking shit in his YouTube comments about the, he had destiny on and like after he had destiny on, oh, yeah, I remember. He, he said a bunch of nasty shit about destiny, but didn't say any of that nasty shit about destiny during Dude, the geez. interview. And I was yeah. like, what a coward. I was like, Steven yeah. would have absolutely demolished you if you would have like, because I don't like Destiny. I think he's like, yeah, yeah. But I think he's he he's he can he can rope a dope, right? And yeah, and if if you know, I I would be like hesitant to have a confrontation with him just because 
No, he'd. Uh, I think he would own me. Yeah, he would. He probably, <laughs> like even if even if it was right or wrong. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He's just good at rhetoric. He's been doing it for so long and talking to so many people. And uh, but yeah, that I like. I went into his Discord and he, I was like, oh, you know, I'm actually on the air right now. You know, I had criticized you on my show and you didn't like it. And he's like saying, oh, well, this isn't the the room. Blah blah blah. And he's like, you know, I don't agree. And I'm like, oh, I gotta go then if you don't agree to being recorded. And he's like, oh, no, we have to go to this other room in my Discord. And I was like, well, what's the difference between the two rooms? And then I think I called him a weird nerd. And then he called me a, a word I don't say that starts with R and it's a slur for mm. people with disabilities. And I was like, and then he hung up and kicked me out of his Discord. It was just such an odd experience. But he's the yeah, one who he's... hosted the debate between Jordy Pete and Matt Dillahoney. And then we watched him watch the video of Jordan Peterson and uh richard dawkins and he was like apologizing for jordan peterson because dawkins at one point was like i don't think you just said anything or something like that yeah. <laughs> like, like i don't remember what the exact thing was he, he basically said that was word salad without saying it and then pangburn says drunk on metaphors yeah and then pangburn well. says oh this guy just doesn't understand jordan peterson i'm like no i think he has a pretty clear understanding of yeah what's going like on. there's there's lots of things you can criticize dawkins for but in that interview i had deep sympathy for him because he was just you could hear his like britishness saying you think that your consciousness can extend <laughs> to the level of the dna you really think that as, yeah, like, it, was, it, it, it was painful because i don't think he i don't think he i think he didn't do like his due diligence before going on with peterson and he was kind of dumbfounded by just how how much nothing that guy can say in such a, yeah. in a long period of time. Yeah. It was like 70% Jordan and it was supposed to be an interview of Dawkins. So like, yeah, yeah but, it, it was, it was bad. It's it, but I, I don't know if I'd watched the whole thing. I think we kind of got what we wanted out of watching Travis no, Pangburn sit there and the, apologize you, for Jordy Pete. It was pretty, it's pretty funny. If you got, if you heard that, bit, it was just, it was mainly the bits were like, you know, they tried to wrap up the interview and, and, Dawkins is like, okay, we, you know, we got to go over and meet the person that the, and Jordan continues recording while they're walking around. I didn't see oh. that part. Oh, yeah. oh, so it was like a clout chase, right? It was it, like Dawkins said, you know, we, we need to, I, I think we need to go now. You know, we said one hour and blah, blah, blah. And then Jordan says, it just keeps going. And like, they're walking, you know, through the building and, and you're hearing like the doors open and close. And then and Jordan's just continuing to try to do the interview. And then eventually they meet someone and go and it's like, you know, Dawkins was obviously at his like limit of tolerance. So it was, yeah, uh, just so they walked thing. Were they, they were in person. Is that right? And then they walked together and Jordan was recording it like on his phone or something. Yeah, he must've been like holding. On I think, I think that's something. a clout chase. I think he was trying to kind of show his audience that he's able to pal around kind of with Richard Dawkins. I think that that maybe the, that's why I it would could, do that if I was with someone famous. I mean, I mean, I can't assume we, people aren't that different from one another right if i was like if i had someone famous it's, i would definitely try to record the part i thought was palling around especially if i was oblivious to the fact that they were very annoyed with me yeah, yeah, but that's yeah. where like that's again we're having like a community around me where the people would say hey this person's actually annoyed with you dave like yeah this is <laughs> this is there's a I'll, I'll go after this Dave I'm sorry for the self-indulgence but oh I, no I like I, the only like I just wanted to keep the podcast part short like I said all I have to do is my day job I just know that it's late for you that's all so the only 
the, the example I wanted to give them, it's random, it's like, it's not in our neck of the woods, but I saw this today and was like, oh, man, you know, the world's changing because there's a, there's like this uh, Japanese kind of YouTube-y comedian guy who makes fun, he does these little skits, he's called Sora the Troll, right? And uh, he's a voice actor, but he, but he does these little skits about like Japanese people reacting to English people and, and vice versa. And, uh, he his his videos are normally like you know three minutes or five minutes like little short skits and then he today had like a hour and forty minute release and the title like all of his things are skits and this one was like I'm leaving my house and I'm never speaking to my dad again or something like this right and I was like is this a you know, is that a skit or what's that and and I looked and it's it's not it's like a, is this a young person. It's a thirty-year-old person, so you know, younger than I'm, us, but not not young, young. Yeah. So, but and it's a, it's a big. It, I didn't watch all of it. Obviously, it was just like, what is this? And then it was you know, like uh, while I was uh, coming back from work, and uh, that. But the thing that I wanted to mention, the reason I'm mentioning that is, that guy was like, he was talking about these really toxic family dynamics, right? He was going into all this personal stuff, <laughs> like diagrams and stuff he was drawing, but. But he had the, you know, the chat channel, like, going, and the people, like, kind of giving them support. And then they're also donating, so there's, like, a slight weird dynamic as well. But it was kind of like, I don't know how I feel. Like, this is weird, because this is somebody, like, talking about genuine, real stuff going on in their life to their, like, YouTube chat room. But it sounds like their real life is a mess. And their YouTube chat room has given them, like, they bought a house. They basically bought a house to get away. And they were able to buy the house because, you know, they have a large enough following that they could. And I was like, man, I'm, I'm really confused about, like, the badness or goodness of the whole parasocial thing. Because it's kind of like he got out of a toxic family dynamic. But, like, these people aren't your friends, right? These are, but, but like, in a way, they, they are because they just care about him as a like you know a person that they're probably never gonna actually interact with so those those dynamics like just as a anthropologist kind of person it just it's it's interesting right like it it feels like these are new social dynamics that like yeah the aren't really clear yet there's a member of my community calls himself professor QAnon because he's been writing about uh, QAnon but he's uh, he's a sociologist and he's actually sort of doing some work in the same area about like parasocial relationships, particularly on Twitch. So, yeah, it's, it's, it should be looked into because the thing is like, you know, academics are older, right. And they so like, you know, Jonathan Hyde talking about social media, he knows nothing about Twitch or anything to do with that. Right. Like they don't know TikTok or that either. And it's, Oh my God, I, I love it, TikTok. It's, I, I've never used it, so I, I shouldn't condemn him. For I have 78 honest. followers it, there. I'm hella popular. Yeah, but, but it's just, yeah, it's just, it's interesting to me, like the, and I think the, you know, the IDW sphere and the conspiracy spheres, I understand them, but this neck, the Twitch streamers and Destiny, it was kind of, you mentioned Destiny that made me think about it. It's like, that's a whole other thing. And there's like lots of guru dynamics there as well, but it's, it's, it's like it's kind of harder yeah. to kind of harder to quantify because if you're not like in the chat, like you, 
like you, <clears throat> maybe if you watch my videos on YouTube, you might see some of the chat dynamics, but I've actually kind of got my chat trained to like fucking chill out. Like, like basically if the lights aren't red in here, fucking behave yourselves because this is, otherwise I will take the chat overlay off because I don't mm. want people saying like things that make me look dumb or make me look like a certain, because you are the community that you have built around your, your product. And yeah. as I try to like get more people in, cause like our other podcasts don't do really well. The intellectual dollar tree does uh, better than I think better than we expected. Um, I was actually quite shocked within the first 10 episodes that we had, you know, episode 10 the day we put it up it had you know 1500 or 1600 downloads the day we put it up and that was shocking to me because it was brand new and like as we try to bring more people in i'm trying to like explain to the regulars in my community sometimes that like hey you know if you're like calling people a nazi and shit in my chat and that's getting like displayed on the screen that actually is going to turn some normies off when they find my content like on youtube or whatever and I've got yeah. them, I've got them trained, but then again, that's that parasocial relationship shit that you're talking about. Yeah, it's a, and it's 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 a bit of a problem because I can't control them, but on on, but on the other hand, it does reflect back upon me, you know, yeah. like the way they behave and the like what they do. Like another thing is, if we find somebody doing a live stream, I have to like immediately because I know the people in my chat are going to go find their live stream. Like if we find somebody, this guy used to work for Infowars named Dan Batondi. Uh, we call him Hamburglar Dan. Um, that's, that's a, I don't, I don't even know why we call him Hamburglar Dan, but I'm like, I'm like, okay, you guys are, I know you're going to go into the chat, but you have to fucking behave yourselves. If you go in there and are, are abusive and like just basically are brigading him, not only is that against Twitch's terms of service, but also it just, it just bounces back on me in a really ugly way. And, 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 and it's a thing I criticize other people for, so don't do it. The Taliban. Yeah, and then well, then people go like when I start doing it, like the chat's like, "Oh, here's Dave giving the fucking giving the be nice to the people in chat speech again." <laughs> but yeah, I, hey, if you you know when as you're working on like parasocial relationship stuff or anything, if you just have questions about Twitch or whatever, hit me up because I'm on there every day. Yeah, I, I definitely understand. Just like background stuff, if you don't, if yeah, you skip a step I don't, or whatever. I don't understand that. So like, uh, it, it just I mean, I, I just I'm not in that ecosystem except as a tourist. So, oh, a week from yesterday yeah. will be your Twitch debut because I'm going to run this instead of the uh, I'm going to run like the, the the edited out part instead of our normal content. We'll phone it in next Wednesday. So anyway, Chris, oh, it was great good. to talk to you. I actually do have to go now because I have a meeting. Yeah, in me too. Minutes, and you have me go, too, go to but... bed. It was it was great to finally talk to you. I think it's been over a year in the making. And uh, thanks for what you and Matt do it like inform some of what we do. And it's the yin to our yang, even though everybody accuses you of being us when they don't like what you said. <laughs> Good night, Chris. Yeah, yeah. Night and uh, cheers.